What's up, guys? Welcome back to another daily Bible reading snapshot. Today, we're looking at Numbers 16 and 17 in the Old Testament. And what you need to know about today's daily Bible reading is we find a rebellion, a huge rebellion. What happens is we've got this guy named Korah, who is a Levite, and it says that he starts to oppose Moses and Aaron's authority. He stands in the way and says, Moses, you don't get to lead the people. We're going to go back. We're going to take a group of people and get out of here. So it says they said that, and they did that, and Moses and Aaron went to them and said, you've gone too far. This is too much. To say that God led the people out, and now we're going to take them somewhere else, this is not okay. You've gone too far. He actually repeats that twice here. And then what happens is God speaks to Moses and says, separate yourself, get away from those people because I'm going to kill them. And you might say, well, how is God going to do that? What happens here is the ground opens up in verse 30. The Lord creates something and the ground opens up and swallows these men. Now, what did that look like? Well, it looked like the ground opening up where their tents were and swallowing them. Um, Did the Mount, the earth have like a mouth that swallowed? No, like this is some kind of uh, massive sinkhole or something that God had put in place and miraculously had right where their things were and, and he caused them to, to be killed because of this. This is no small thing. It says they went alive down into Sheol, which the idea is the pit, um, which was a term that they'd use for death. So it's like they're just going to be buried alive. That's the idea. We, that's the phrase we'd use today to say that. These people are going to be buried alive. And that's what happens here. They're buried alive. And it says that after that happened, you would think that the people would say, Moses and Aaron, you're our leaders. We're going to follow God. This is all good. We're following you again. But that's not what happens. It says they rebelled again, and it says there was a plague that killed 14,700 people. I just want you to see rebellion, rebellion, rebellion. These people are just rebelling against God, and they're rebelling against God's leaders that he's chosen over the people too. It's not just that they would say, oh, we don't respect God. They probably wouldn't have said that. What they said was, we're not going to respect the leaders that are in our life that God has put in our life. That was the real truth. They didn't respect their leaders, and they didn't submit to Moses and Aaron. And then it says in verse or chapter 17, Aaron's staff is taken and it buds. It has like this uh, this plant, little plant come out of his staff, just a wooden stick. And that was a miraculous thing to prove that Aaron was, was God's choice. Not these other Levites who wanted to lead these rebellions. Aaron was the one who was going to be the priest. So it showed that and it says at the very end, the people kind of start to get it. Verse 12 of Numbers 17 says, the people of Israel said to Moses, Behold, we we perish. We are undone. We are all undone. Everyone who comes near and who comes near the tabernacle of, of the Lord should die. Are we or are we all to perish? They ask the question. We, we get it. Are we all going to die because of this? And I don't think that they're saying this with a good attitude. That's not what I'm saying. I don't think they get it in that sense. They understand at least though that they should fear the Lord. And that should be our takeaway from seeing Korah's rebellion and everything else that happens in these chapters. We need to fear the Lord, but also we need to respect and submit to the leaders God has put in our life. They didn't do that. They should have, but there was massive punishments for not obeying the leaders that were in their life. So that's number 16 and 17. It was an intense couple chapters. We're going to turn to the New Testament, Mark chapter 6. 
Mark 6, in the middle of this chapter, we start in verse 33. What happens is Jesus sees the people and they're hungry. Uh, he's out kind of in the wilderness, sort of like what we're reading in Numbers. They're out in the wilderness and they're hungry and they need help. And Jesus, it says, had such great compassion for them because he saw these people like sheep without a shepherd. He is the good shepherd. John 10, Jesus said that himself. I am the good shepherd. And it says he sees these people and he knows their need and he cares for them. That's what Mark says about Jesus here. Goes on, he feeds them in the wilderness. He gives them all that they need. And then it says right after he fed these people in the wilderness, he walks on water. Now, there's a lot of people who've made a lot of this where we see Jesus kind of acting like God did in the Old Testament with Israel. He feeds them in the wilderness. He walks across the water. As the disciples cross from side to side, it's like, remember when God led these people through the water and he gave them bread. And I think that there's something for us to learn there about the connection, but ultimately that should get us to see that Jesus is the caretaker for his people, just like God was throughout the book of Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers, what we're reading right now in the Old Testament. How God is providing for these people, Jesus is providing for these people too, just in a different context, 2,000 or so, well, yeah, 1,450 years later, so 1,500 years after that. So there's three things here in the New Testament that we're reading. He feeds them, he walks on water, and he heals them. Even that, if you think about all the things that have been happening that we've been reading in Numbers, how often is God sending plagues and then healing them? being the one who afflicts them because of their sin and then being the one who delivers them from their sin. We're going to see that repeated in the book of Numbers too. So I think one takeaway that we should take from this New Testament uh, reading today is we need to see Jesus as God. Jesus is God. And I know that's what we see all the time in the book of Mark, but he's proving it step by step as we read the story of Jesus. So as you keep reading the story of Jesus, hopefully your faith in Jesus increases. So that's all we got today. We'll see you back tomorrow for another daily Bible reading snapshot.